0: The following program may contain harsh language, harsh views, and if you don't like it, too fucking bad. Episode 3. Are we going to cut that out? Or? Pinheads of Horror. <laughs> we are now. <laughs>
1: leave no, leave it, leave it, because you can make some laughing uh, out with
2: that.
0: One. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I can do it right the second time. <laughs> this
2: Not the whole
3: thing, just like the welcome,
2: everyone. <laughs> Alright,
0: welcome everybody, Pinheads of Horror podcast. Episode 3 for our friends that speak Trace. Espanol. Trace. 3.1. 3.1, yeah. Trace Point Uno. (laughs) Just
2: like our boy,
0: As always, my name is Ed. I am the rhythm guitar player in the band Skullfogger, and I am joined by my esteemed group of colleagues going right around the room. Luco Blaze, what's going on?
4: That's all I got. (laughs) What do you do, Luco? I do the Pinheads of Horror, and I'm stoked to be here. Are you high? You're not even smoking weed. You? <laughs> you do podcasts, and you're a masturbator on I, softball. I, you're team, a radio team, team captain of the master batters. <laughs> lead vocalist of the band. The forms they take. Yeah, that too. Oh my and god! Come on. <laughs> co-host of the Metal Experience. You
1: said you were going to build your list. <laughs> uh, you're
4: the one with the notebook. I counted on you. I'm, Next week, it'll be a paragraph long.
0: Hey, <laughs> look also shaved his stash. And I also yeah, mustache
4: I... aficionado. It's gone until November. Rest in peace. And then it'll be
0: back in the Blackhawks play. And I just made you mustache rides five cents signs. I don't know what I'm going to do with them now. What? Yeah, Tray them in it. for a Z job. Yeah, there we go. My name is Pindy or Andy.
5: What up, dude? Whatever. Um, I do vocals for Armored Assault. We are a local Chicago metal band. Buy their album on iTunes.
2: <laughs> Call the Beast
5: Do that And that other album Dead Before Dawn
1: <laughs> Awesome album
3: uh, My name's Larry Watanabe I really don't do anything Spectacular like these guys I write a blog with My Bleeding Eyes Oh don't sell yourself <laughs> shorts oh, Come on That's do I do yeah, like we're, we're all talented I watch really low budget Horror movies And then I Critique them In the nicest possible way luco
5: has got a list going I don't have a list going I've got like one thing <laughs>
1: Probably sue me. Hi, I'm Michelle. I'm in a band called Skullfogger with your host Ed and our lovely producer Matt Wolf. Uh, I also enjoy horror movies incredibly and I was really close to getting a restraining order from Bruce Campbell, but we'll talk about that a little bit later.
0: <laughs> okay, so starting this sum bitch off. It's been staring it's been <laughs> pissing me off. I had to throw it out. It's been staring me down. <laughs> All right, again, starting this bitch off. Woo! Um, I want to talk about some horror movie news. Um, this morning when I woke up, uh, I saw this really creepy video on Facebook, and I shared it with the rest of you guys that do this podcast. We'll get it up on our site, uh, our Facebook page, rather, <laughs> later today. Um, the thing that was really eerie about this video was it's a nanny cam of, this sounds very pedoish and I apologize, of a little girl's room. And if you fast forward the video, you see her drawer open, and Sick. about a six foot three Sick, clown man. emerges from her drawer. Oh. Um, what is that
1: metaphor for? I
0: don't know, but I, I'm guessing I'm the only one that watched it. No, <laughs> no, I watched oh, it. It, oh, it was, sweet. <laughs> <Yeah>. was sweet. It was sweet.
1: And I read the little article
4: um, about it.
0: You know what? The funny thing about that article was a few weeks ago, uh, there were pictures of that clown at like a local state fair, and everyone's like, "This clown just seems so out of place." And I love me some good trolling comments, so mm. I scrolled down, and some guy some guy said it perfectly word for word, the best way to describe it. He's a sick bastard! There's a video of him under a girl's bed! And I saw that, and I'm like, is he telling the truth? <laughs> 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 because half the time, when you read shit like that, it's, you know, from some guy who lives in a basement who, you know, doesn't venture outside. Or a troll, or a mole, whatever you want to call I would like to it. think that
1: was the case, but... There's a lot of assholes in the world, so man. So, <laughs> what, was,
0: what was the clown's name again? It was... Withers, I think?
5: Is that
4: what
1: it was? It was Wrinkles. Wrinkles. Oh, yeah. my, Frinkles. God. Frinkles. Frinkles. oh go. my god, that makes it even
2: worse.
5: And his, and his the, mask was the mask pretty was terrifying. So good. Like, it reminded no eyeballs. Of, it's just, like,
0: yeah, droopy it, eye... It, it, it kind of reminded me of art from All Hallows glasses. Eve, except a lot taller. A little more menacing. Just, like, in the face. The, yeah, the not having eyes thing was... Sweet pretty creepy about yeah, you know the eyes is
1: always creepy. It seems
0: I don't know if it's a mask, right? You no, know? that's his face. That's, that's how he came out of the womb.
2: I mean yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the God intended him.
0: Yeah, anyone who's uh, you know anyone who's anti you know, pro choice has never seen that come out of a womb.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh Lord. And then there's um, there's
4: a picture of him like standing outside someone's like screened back porch or with something some balloons. with balloons, sure. just like Hey, what's you going
2: know, on if you, <laughs> when you
0: scroll down the article further there's like a Craigslist ad for you know you know we scare your kids or you know you can't send your kids to summer camp eh, we'll take care of it so the really fucked up thing is are parents really doing that to their kids God, to I keep hope them in so. I
1: would think that'd be amazing
3: <laughs> I would hope not I would love to come up with cr- uh, creative ways to scare my kids well, and not like someone else taking that away from me
1: but, you know, as you watch... <laughs> you know,
3: I'm going to
0: do that got Gotcha, myself. you little
1: fucker! There's only so many precious stories you have with your children and you don't want to strip yourself of that You memory. know what's awesome, though,
0: is if your parent did that, you would want to stick by them because you are guaranteed... to that! No way! You are guaranteed to get the best payback on anybody who wrongs you. They'll say, here, call this number. This clown will stalk this motherfucker. Break into his house okay. and underneath it's his Okay, like that's a good premise for if a movie, I was Okay, but kid, my
4: parents my didn't parents
0: do that,
5: that to that? me and I know how to do that. Okay.
1: So, <laughs> See and that's You know that's the nature nurture thing But that's a whole other conversation in itself Regardless <laughs>
5: So the, the
4: the Craigslist ad was funny Because it was like can't control your kids They're out of control always talking back Send them to my summer camp
2: <laughs> It's like <laughs> what?
4: Like this guy's hanging out under little kids beds It's like yeah send them um, my summer yeah. camp I'll scare it's them all you know like, what? Oh, The, the one know, thing maybe. I
0: want to bring up though about this video Was the authenticity Um because there's honestly no way to prove if it's a real video or it's, someone just like oh yeah it's it's you know things that you can believe everything you hear on the internet you know but,
1: it sounds like a Blair Witch situation if you remember the hoopla before anyone knew that was a film
5: as I say for all you know this is going to be a movie that's coming out in six months or some shit you
1: know that's but very that's, true you know, the thing is is that's really good advertising if you have people doing this right now where they're talking about is this real or not if you can do that what movie film, to affect people that way, that's almost brilliant. I think that's why movies like that in Paranormal Activity, when they first started, became so successful. Uh, because they questioned your reality.
5: Didn't they do something like that with The Gallows?
1: I just watched that, and that really fucked it up. Like, they lost me towards... I was like, what? What? what?
5: I didn't watch that movie, but I remember... I thought they had some advertising where, like... Didn't, you said, like, Charlie or in the Mirror or some shit? Charlie. Or-
0: <laughs> oh, uh, was it, was it that hide and seek me
1: that mirror? might be that because the gallows didn't really it was in an insane asylum which I believe is a real insane asylum that's in New Jersey and I think there's been a few films that have been around this place because it is genuinely creepy and that's how I think they did this movie is because they had such a low budget just filming the way it is and maybe possibly breaking in, and then really fucking it up with over-editing and stylizing and then taking the plot away, which is what my issue was is with that. But it's fucking creepy just when you look in the asylum, and the lights, generators are still on, but it's in this middle of this forest, and you start to see things you don't even know were in the film, like because you're like, did I see that in my imagination? Or am I the-
4: high on crack cocaine? Man,
1: and I do love my rocks. <laughs> so, But yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's uh, It's an interesting concept. I like it.
4: Now with the the video, you guys all watched the video of the like, the crown, the wrinkles, the clown. Oh, thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. So what did he do? Because it looked like he put something. He he. Gri-
0: it looked like yeah. It looked like he put. I don't know if like it was a stuffed
4: a- animal next to her, and then she like turned around, saw him. She's like, oh hey, what's going on? Good night, and went back. It so says the
0: thing. Look, I don't know if she saw him or not. But looking at that video, it's that kid's the fucking soundest sleeper, because I don't know of any drawer that doesn't creak. Yeah. when you open it I don't
1: know <laughs> kids can sleep like the dead when <laughs> like... he's opening
4: it up like he stops because she like puts her head up looks around, like, at her backboard, and then, like, put, you know... And if she went back to, back to bed,
5: then... then the clown didn't do his job. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. No,
4: no I'm sorry. It's a creep. It's yeah. a
1: creep. And you can't just shock him and both
5: And he destroyed
4: my fucking camera. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> that's, that's the other there's point I no, wanted to bring up. There was no B&E they couldn't find, but the camera was destroyed. Yeah. So he and never... And, and the
0: family, or, you know, know, moved out of state and wants to remain anonymous, so... See, all that makes it sound exactly. fake. It like, just
1: sounds like a perfectly plotted situation. It could be. Yeah. catfish people. For all you know, for all for
0: all any of us know, wrinkles could be you know her father, and he wanted to make a viral video.
5: Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's what I mean, Very it could true. be. And that's probably
1: why she didn't. Creep it could be
5: out a birthday. struggling writer who has this idea for a movie and. This is his way for funding or some bullshit. And how else,
1: I mean, who else could you do that with but with your kids? You're like, probably used yeah. to you being funny and stuff and know the whole thing. It's That's just, what we want to believe. Find me
0: the official police report. It's such a sweet <laughs>
1: <you know>, <laughs> No, you know what? That's
0: true. If, if they made a police report, it should be on You unaware. know what, though?
1: It's actually pretty hard to find because there was a person who got rushed for a job and we were looking for her police report because we uh, found okay. her mugshot. We couldn't find what she did or like... Because there's so many, especially in the summer, there's so many crimes that happen... It's and hard to...
0: When did this say it was from? Uh, the video, I don't remember. I let me see, I get it right here.
1: If it's viral though, somebody eventually here's gonna, the thing, like, Post on on real television or something that you gonna know. Say the even even, even the guy,
0: even the guy who made that post that said, "There's a video of this creep coming out of some little girl's bed," he could have been the same fuck. He yeah. could be wrinkles the clown for all you know.
1: I mean. You know, there's so much easy access to and what we need to know. You have to be much more, uh, you know, clever about this. I don't. I don't things. know
0: what it is with all these clout. <laughs> No, I want to actually
1: see if I can audio, like, make that louder.
0: Just burps. That could be our break in between
1: thing. segments. Is that burp? Break. <laughs> all right. So okay. That, so. That's creepy.
4: Yeah. It is. Florida, June of 2013. Are you? Uh, in Sarasota, Florida. So look up the Sarasota, Florida, 2013. All the police reports, and the listeners out there, let us know. Yeah. Oh, my God. You
1: guys can be, like, all the, like, little detectives. Yeah. Also, if we do this again, I want Matt to put some really eerie music in the background when you're saying that. Like, yeah, like, exactly. Like, some wind and shit.
0: Our clown update. And hey, you know, I bring this up because I don't know what it is with all these random clown sightings. Oh, um, has anyone tried calling the number? Yeah, someone call the number. Oh
1: my god! Matt's gone too far. I'm not okay with that. I thought you were gone. (laughs) I'll
5: I'll hold it over here so it hopefully doesn't fuck with anything. But I know you don't want me to call just because you don't want me to call it. Oh,
1: I yeah, you want to, but this is how sure. people get fucked in the movie. Shit,
5: is this? this is I don't want to call. You're seeing it right? So
1: yeah. we're all the characters Show me in the what, movie, what, what? Let me
0: yeah, see yeah, the number. Show me the
1: picture we're of, of him. So yeah.
5: All right, put it away. Gary might
1: live to the. It's gonna be. I don't know, man. I'm the first to go. Because I, you're just so. What if?
5: What I'll look it up scho- later. Scho- 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 scho-
3: now we get to recent horror movies that we have watched lately uh, or that have left somewhat of an impression they don't necessarily have to be good or bad but maybe just a few talking points on these movies we can go through so uh, Ed you got a movie you want to talk about? Oh do I? Alright I've seen this one
0: advertised on Facebook and I've seen people holding up pictures of it you know saying is this a good movie? Um, It's called Lost After Dark it came out recently and it's actually a throwback uh, slasher movie. It takes place in the '80s. Um, the one person I recognized right off the bat was Robert Patrick. He he's a, you know, if anyone doesn't know, he was the, what was it G- T one thousand T one thousand in Terminator two. He's also the brother of Richard Patrick from uh, Band Filter. But right, know, he's he's the more talented acting brother of the right. bunch. Yeah. <laughs> Now, one thing I didn't really enjoy about this movie was the whole 80s throwback. I understand they wanted to keep, like, a nostalgia factor for slasher films, but a lot of times things were just kind of thrown in your face, like, It's the 80s! The only thing, <laughs> that, was miss- the only thing that was missing was someone didn't pull out a bag of blow and start doing it. Um, That's
1: and- the 70s. <laughs>
0: There's a scene where, uh, you know, a girl's doing a Rubik's Cube, and she's, oh, I can't figure this thing out, and she throws it out the window. That's one. You know, the music, too. Yeah. There was a lot of... Uh, a little
3: bit of synth in there, too, and there was, like, a hip-hop. Yeah.
0: Um, one thing, also, that I really had an issue with, um, they tried to play it off like it was a Grindhouse slasher film. Like, the film would blip a little bit. Like, if you've ever seen Grindhouse... Yeah, you there's know? a
3: scene cut in the movie.
0: Yeah, and it's actually kind of a pertinent scene because you don't know if this person lives or dies. yeah. Um, all in all, like if you want to check it out, I would recommend just checking it out. Uh, you know, it kind of there. I hate to say it, but there are some points where I was like, this movie isn't like grabbing my attention at all. There's nothing in it that is enjoyable. There are a few things, but at the same time, it's like eh, it's still on. And you know, slasher movies are supposed to be like that. They're not. You know, I don't know how many Oscars a slasher movie has ever gotten. So if you're going into, <laughs> if you're going into a slasher movie and expecting a piece of you know art, then you probably shouldn't be watching slashers because they're not your style of movie. The
5: closest thing is probably Silence of the Lambs.
0: Yeah, but no. you know what? To this day, they'll say, "Oh, that was that was a crime thriller." Because
2: oh. I think I think it was
0: actually Greg Nikitaro who said that in uh, Rise of the Sl- or the Rise and Fall of the Slasher film that it's you know based on a guy who cuts people up and wears their skin, based off a famous serial
3: killer. It's it's a horror movie. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's a horror movie. Uh,
1: more than Mahone Drive, I'll tell you that much. <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay. All right, uh, Luco, you got what movie
4: you got? Well, I did. We talked about All Hallows Eve recently, but I did just watch that the other day, and I thought it was sweet. Going on more <laughs> clown stuff. It's about this clown, and it's also another sweet mask. And clowns are creepy. And boob count. Boob count. Uh, there's some, there's some dead boobs, or about to be dead boobs, boobs. uh, there's a, uh, a satanic rape scene, um, from the devil, that was pretty interesting, uh, but all in all, yeah, I thought, I gave it, uh, four out of five stars, and, uh, (laughs) yeah, I just thought the mask and everything was the best, and he's always smiling with the black teeth, and it was sweet.
0: Um, I remember... I remember when I got that movie a few years ago, and I waited for it because I saw the trailer. I'm like, this actually looks pretty cool. Um, One thing about that movie is it's kind of like a found footage anthology film, which, you know, it came out after VHS, which really, you know, VHS, in my opinion, at least, is probably, they're probably some of the best found footage anthology films. They set the bar high. They did. They did. The third one wasn't that great, but what they did before was pretty good. Um, and you know, the throwback to VHS, like, when I showed someone this, like, who watches VHS tapes? That's kind of, like, the nostalgia thing of it. That's, that's what makes it so creepy, is you actually think, did someone actually film all this shit and put it on a tape and just give it to some little kid to watch? Um... I want to bring up one of the segments in the movie, which is the cheesiest, and it's the uh, alien home invasion.
4: <laughs> yeah, that one
0: was
2: that
4: one was
0: a little, uh, you know, a little dorky. But I like how they were
4: able to tie the clown, because they tie him into every single segment on this VHS, you know, anthology, because it's a bunch of different stories. But I like how they tied that in there, too. All
3: right. Pindy, what you got for us?
5: So, I mean, I went through and I watched... Uh, I got up to new nightmare. I haven't watched that yet, but I watched all, rewatched all of uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. But that's not what I'm going to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> um, <Turf ball. laughs> I picked up just randomly, and it was cheap at Walmart, and I hadn't seen it, and it was really dumb. Oh God, Oculus.
3: <laughs> oh, oh it's
5: a good one. You liked it? Yeah, I did oh, like it. Oh, I I thought it was, it was it was really dry. Like I mean, it was it it dragged like to me. Especially at the beginning, I didn't like the girl's acting.
2: Oh my god! <laughs>
5: she was so vague with some of the things she said. Well, she was like, tonight idea? when we do that thing. And it was just
2: like,
0: <laughs> what the hell? Like, <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Why did I mess up? <laughs> um, but,
5: I don't know. Like, I mean, it, it, I guess, like, like I said, it was five bucks. So I was like, alright, whatever. Like, I'll give it a try. I mean, I didn't hate it, but I definitely didn't really like it.
1: I do enjoy that film, and I do understand it's a little so... Okay, I might be biased, because I am a Doctor Who fan, and she's a Doctor Who girl, and one of the best ones, and she's really hot, and I'm trying to... Oh, I'm not not denying that. that. (laughs) She has a very strong Scottish accent, and I'm sure it was very difficult for her to even try to sound like she was American. But besides all that, I think it has the same concept of what Larry was saying about It Follows, where you kind of don't appreciate these certain things that are happening in the film until you see it unravel towards the end. And I think it, it feels like it's slow-moving, but everything's met there purposely. Like, everything has a point to yeah. why it's set that way. And it sounds like she's vague, but then when you watch the story unravel, you understand what it was that she was trying to say. So I enjoyed it. I don't always need something to be, like, you know, in my face. It's the fear of my reality if it's really happening.
5: My... My one Actually, other, like, kind of big thing is I kind of got tired of the whole, like, I felt like I was still watching, like, Nightmare on Elm Street, where it almost felt like she's, like, in a dream. Is it happening? Is it not happening? Who knows? Like, that just kind of, after a while, I was like, okay, like, just, something better
0: fucking happen, <laughs> like. Uh, one scene from that movie that was really memorable to me when I watched it um, is when she takes a bite of the apple and just shards of glass that was just
1: yeah, the commercial. But really she weird. didn't. That's the thing. Yeah. I, yeah.
5: That's what I mean. Like at the same time, it's cool because you see it. But like at the same time, it pisses me off because like I get it, it's ghosts and all that. But I think ghost movies, I just don't really like ghost movies sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> like, and it's not because I'm scared of ghost movies. I just fucking hate ghost movies. <laughs>
3: <laughs> all right, Michelle, what you
1: got? Oh shoot! Uh, I just want to keep talking about that. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I can seriously talk about that. Like Paranormal Activity and all those. That's the one you want to Uh, talk about. Um, I mean, that's not the movie I've seen recently. Oh yeah, Unfriended. I watched that. Oh, did you? Actually,
5: I saw that at Walmart.
1: (laughs) you You know, surprisingly, I had avoided that movie because originally, when I saw the commercial for it, it just made me think that it was a film that was made for the. 2019's who are on Facebook and Instagram and it would be something kind of like one of those stupid cheesy romps. And then when I watched it, I was like, Whoa, this got fucked up. <laughs> it is radar and it is violent and it is kind of insane and does something different that I haven't seen in a while. But it's completely from the POV of this girl who goes online and Skypes with her four friends. So the whole thing is in real time. And you only see it from her perception of everything. And so the film is within, what, like a, two hours almost? I don't know. Oh, no, not even. that like an long. Like hour,
4: 80, 85 And you yeah. see,
1: like, this... There's no explanation or rhyme or reason to anything that happens, which I think is one of the things you might find frustrating about this movie because it's a ghost story, essentially. And I think that might lose you, but there's a, there's a... I don't want to ruin anything, but there's a scene where this one character has a, a fallen with a blender... That's been ripped open mm. on his own accord, and that's all I'm gonna say. Mm. For that alone, I say watch it. Okay, you know? but does
5: it really happen? It happens. Yes, it yeah. It okay. Happens. Then I'm satisfied.
2: Yes. <laughs> then I'm satisfied.
1: So you'll be very satisfied with this movie. And it's interesting because it's taken. No one's done this yet. No one's done this real time, straight, no camera moving. Their scenes are different in each room and stuff. But other than that, this is just a straight on viewing almost, and it's it, it's it's engaging and it's interesting to watch at least see it so you can say you saw it
4: <laughs> I thought you know the whole time I'm watching that movie I thought it was going to go to something else mm-hmm. and it just never did so yes. like after the movie was over like oh oh that like, was interesting because I've never seen a movie like that it was kind of cool
1: it was kind of like it just gave you the finger sort of in the end because you're thinking you're going to get some kind Psych. of like closure or yeah. something and then just like fuck you I'm doing what I want and that's how it does it drops the mic on you at the end <laughs>
3: Alright, my pick <clears throat> actually isn't more, it's not really a horror movie, but it does include a, a, a bit much of gore, is I saw Turbo Kid, and I know I've been talking about this movie for months now, I've been wanting to see it, and it did not disappoint, <laughs> it was awesome, it, it's probably one of the best movies I've seen this year, actually, I'd have to rank it that high, I, I think Mad Max would only be higher on the list. Uh, if you don't know about it, it's a movie. The apocalypse is set in 1997, so it's a movie that's based out of the 80s, thinking the apocalypse would happen in the 90s. So it, it's 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 a a well made 80s movie, if you it, with a lot of gore in it, and it's cheesy. It has cool synth music, and the uh, the villain is Michael Ironside. He's always a great villain. Mm. So you can't beat that, and the uh, lead actress, or lead female actor, uh, is awesome. She really just, really just took the role and just went with it, and she was the best part of the movie, I have to say. I don't think the movie would be as good if she wasn't that character in the movie.
2: Well...
1: In case people don't remember from the first time, uh, weren't you telling us that this movie was originally supposed to be in another film that we were talking about?
3: Yeah, the ABC's of uh, Death, Deuce, right? Part two. Part two. Yeah,
1: yeah, it didn't make it, right? Yeah,
3: it didn't make it because uh, it was some other film, small film, took over. But they still put it out on YouTube, and I guess it went pretty big, and they had backers for it, and then they stretched out a three-minute film into an hour and a half.
1: And it was awesome. And it
3: was awesome. Now, can mm-hmm. you still find the three-minute film on YouTube? Yeah, it's still on there. It's, it's kind of, yeah, it's pretty much the movie.
1: I was sold when I saw it. I yeah. was like, I need to see so this. Yeah, you,
3: I, <laughs> I, I strongly, strongly recommend
0: this movie. All right, so again, that list was Lost After Dark, All Hallows' Eve, Oculus from Pindy, but that kind of got a thumbs down, <laughs> Unfriended from Michelle, And Turbo Kid from Larry, which got the
3: most praise, I'd say, so far. Yeah, yeah. it's... Do not pass this movie up.
1: Is it essentially a horror movie, though? No,
3: it's a gore. It's a lot of gore in it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, those could be... It's playful gore, so it works.
1: Like Army of Darkness gore?
3: No, more like... Hobo with a shotgun? Yes. Yes. Okay. For our next
5: segment, um... Recently passed away, Wes Craven. We're uh, gonna each go around and just talk about our favorite movies and what we really liked about them. I guess I'll go first. Um, uh, I'm just gonna say, just because again, it was a kind of childhood favorite. Um, I mean, I was born in '87 and it came out in like '82, and so I mean, like growing up, I had all the action figures and stuff like that. Swamp Thing was awesome movie. <laughs> I mean, it was looking back on it when you go back and watch it, like it's, it, it's kind of bad, but it's so good. Yeah. Like uh, the cartoon was awesome, mm-hmm. and again, if you go back and watch it, it's pretty bad, but it's it's good. <laughs> like uh, Swamp Thing was great. I don't know. It was one of those things where, as a kid, like you liked it so much that like I don't I don't know how many people at that time actually really enjoyed it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, people our age at that time. But as a kid, like, watching it, I loved it. And yeah, it's, it's like with other
3: people, G.I. Joe and Gem. Mm-hmm. He-Man. Oh, He-Man is just horrible now. He's, yeah. He never uses his sword, you know? Yeah. You know? Like, like, Merman's been asking for it for three seasons, and he never <laughs> uses his sword.
1: Oh, anyway. You know who did? Mm-hmm. Thundercats use their swords. Yeah, hey
4: And the theme song from Swamp Thing. <laughs>
1: Oh man! If you start singing For that, them. I'm gonna give you five bucks.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I, was gonna say, I want you to sing it because I don't remember it.
4: It's uh, credence.
1: That literally
3: uh, down on the bayou. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. On <laughs> the <bayou>.
3: yeah.
1: <laughs> and the thing is, is insert
3: that song it, here. You Boom.
1: You have to find that song. Um, as soon as you start doing that beat, <laughs> it just shot me back. To, I, like, was like, saying,
4: I do not oh, remember that's that. It's the, the intro. So girl. weird. Maybe it might be Revenge of
3: Swamp Thing, that's the intro. It's in one of them. Oh, actually, side note to that, I actually met the, the uh, director of Swamp Thing 2 a while, a while back. Really? Jim Wynorski, yeah. He directed, like, Chopping Mall. Yeah, a bunch awesome. Of, that's awesome. A bunch of low-budget horror movies, so yeah, he's that was pretty awesome. Movie. I love how you Just get that, like, yeah. that little
0: geeky Doesn't smile. does do, like, softcore porn now or something? Oh yeah, he does. He does, like, the parody <laughs> ones,
3: like the... Witches of Brestwick, or the Bear Witch Project. The Bear Wench Project. Bear <laughs> Wench, yeah. There's actually a good documentary about him. Luka. About filming that movie. And I saw it. It's called uh, Papatopoulos. It's a documentary about Jim Wynorski <laughs> and how he's making a softcore porn movie in three days. It's pretty good.
5: Luco is not only going through all the slasher movies, he's going through all the porno parody movies. Uh-huh. Nice. Wow. <laughs> I do you guys do that. Where's that blog?
4: Everyone, everyone's got to have, uh, you know, life goals. goals and
2: that could be our, our midnight yeah. podcast. Porn Heads of,
4: porn heads of Horror. It gets, it gets oh, horrible.
2: you got a name? After dark. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Ouch. Michelle, how would you like to go next?
1: I would love that, Pindy. Thank you so much for the invite. <laughs> so I'd like to say that I'm probably going to be the one who seems mainstream because I'm going with a movie that I guess in the horror world, everybody had to see at least one, if not all of them, and that would be Freddy Krueger, Nightmare on Elm Street. That whole series like changed my life, changed how I felt about horror movies growing up at a young age, and enjoying this, this slapstick. We're... A, villain can become almost like a superstar in the 80s like going on oprah you know like who just, <laughs> i mean that shit really fucking happened so you know he became almost like this popular thing as michael jackson's red jacket he even had a music video but it's not about all those things it's so I've seen it too. <laughs> yeah i know you have these all if you are not aware of this i will send you links to all these things yes. and you will enjoy them <laughs> write this down um also, you cannot forget Will Smith's uh, Nightmare on Elm Street song, too, like, about oh, Freddy yes. Krueger. Yeah, that's Christ. another one! What? Oh, yes! Yeah. Oh, my God, I love it. I will, Oh, I have to play it for you guys. Luka that is good, frantically
5: to, to, is frantically writing in his notes.
1: I can
3: smell the ink
1: right now. It's Will
3: Smith music video
1: <laughs> about... <laughs> Freddy Krueger also makes a cameo in that video. Just want to show, show, shout out to that. Um... But yeah, it's just I was just saying before this podcast, that it was really hard to just pick one because Wes Craven created so many amazing things, and had such an amazing, dark, wonderful imagination, and did what I thought his best job putting it on screen, so he can share his nightmares with us. So on that note, you know, I'm pouring my grapefruit beer for my homie.
3: <laughs> Favorite movie.
1: Ah. I'm, I'm going to say... Okay, this is going to sound really stupid. I really like Wes Craven's New Nightmare, and a lot of people don't like that one, and I, I, I love number one. But the reason why that movie is interesting is because he tries to break that other form of reality. So he's trying to make it where we all know about the Freddy Cougar movies, and they're all real actors, and they're all in it. He's in it. But then it starts to blur, and, and it's, it's just a great idea, and, I, it's, and it makes you really start to think. It makes you afraid again about the reality of it.
0: One thing you forgot to mention about Freddy Krueger is he actually had a 900
1: number. Oh, I know. Yeah. I <laughs> dialed it. I called it.
0: Um, I agree with you. I, I loved Wes Craven's New Nightmare. Um, I, I loved the Hansel and Gretel tie-in he did. I thought that was really... It's really amazing. Mm I thought that was really good storytelling on his part. Um, Yeah, again, that one is actually one of my more favorites, because honestly, it's the one I remember the most, because growing up, you know, I know Penny and I talked about this on the first episode, you know, us youngins missed out on the slasher era. (sighs) And, you know, I remember seeing the trailer for that movie and being scared shitless, like, oh my god, he's actually real! Yeah! (laughs) Um, Because... the thing that sticks out the most from seeing that trailer when I was little is the silhouette of him walking and you see, you know, the razor, the razor silhouette against the wall as he's walking. And, you know, also that version of Freddy Krueger, you know, in all the movies, the makeup's different.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: That one's probably more my favorite because instead of just being scars, it's just bits of flesh are ripped out and you get yeah. to see like the muscle structure and the face mm-hmm. and everything. Um, it was also the introduction of a new Claw, too. a five Yeah, that claw. fancy
1: one. I also want to say that it was interesting because from going from the gimmicky, what I was saying earlier, more popular mainstream, I think that kind of brought him back to being that dark, sinister thing that made you afraid in the dark because he, you don't even see him for the first part. It is the fear of the creation of the beast that is Freddy. And Freddy does not have one-liners, and this Freddy does not... This is the pure evil, and that kind of brings it back to what made it so terrifying, I think, in the first one.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: if anyone hasn't seen this, uh, I would recommend it. It's on Netflix streaming now. Um, it's called Never Sleep Again. It's a complete retrospective of films one through seven, I believe. Mm-hmm. They don't touch up, on the remake. They
1: get right up to where he, it's Freddy versus Jason. Yes, I'm
0: sorry, Freddy vs. Jason. Um, and one thing that's really funny is there's a story Wes Craven tells in the documentary uh, bringing it back to, you know, how Freddie became like a household name was Heather Lankenkamp's on a, you know, morning talk show and you know, they're talking about her history and horror movies and everything else Freddie Krueger just pops out of nowhere. He s- slices open part of the scenery and comes out uh-huh. and then everyone just goes fucking apeshit. And leather, uh, Heather Camp. <laughs> she has one of those weird names. <laughs> um, it's, it's been the story of her life where, you know, yeah, I was in this movie, too, but everyone loves Robert Englund. Um, and, you know, I'm going to wrap this up with saying Wes Craven did that because he did a, he said this in the movie, he did a talk show in California. And they were talking about the violence in the movie. And then Freddy Krueger just pops out. And, goes <laughs> it. and Wes Craven and the daytime talk show host just look at each other. And they're just like, I don't know what the fuck to make
1: of this. So that's how I get Robert England to come over to my house and say that I'm so afraid of you. And now I'm going to be on mass television. Or at least like a, some small broadcast. I just want to meet Robert A England.
5: podcast? <gasps> yeah,
1: I would be so terrified if that happened right now. I'm or in three suit. weeks to a month. Checking I'm this. a <laughs> All right, who's next on the list to tell us their movie?
4: All right, this Luca, I'm gonna go with uh, Scream, the uh, the first one from 1996. You uh, know that whole franchise nice. is, you know, taken that mask, you know, and made it another iconic mask, even though it was out before. But uh, that movie also going back to 96, so I was 11 years old, oh, and that God. one still gave me nightmares. And now I look back, and I'm like, the shit. This is pussy shit, you know, but it's like, dude, 11 years old, heaven, can't sleep. Uh, it was, uh, yeah, I mean. I got a question for you. Absolutely.
3: Do you think that Scream is Wes Craven rebooted?
2: What?
3: Because, I mean, his Freddy thing ran its course, and then Scream came along. What do you think? I think that's, I mean, yeah. What other, what other big
4: horror movie director is made two iconic horror characters like that, you know, I think that was, yeah, that's awesome.
5: From, like, a musician's kind of standpoint, I could see how it could, like, also be like, you do Freddy for so long and you have these ideas brewing Mm -hmm. that you can kind of break free of that, too. Like, I mean, Mm -hmm. who knows? I mean, he was doing other (laughs) stuff, obviously, the whole other time that, I mean... But that's what
3: he was always associated with. Though. Absolutely. More than any other film that he put out, really.
5: But I feel like, yeah, I guess, like I guess you put it well. It's it's him like rebooted, but it's not a bad reboot. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, not at all. I mean, not right all like, like,
3: reboots are bad. So.
5: But I could like to go off of what Luco said. Like Scream was like again, born in '87. Like that was like the first movie that like scared the shit out of me. That like came out when I was a kid. That I was like, holy crap! Like this is bloody and fucking scary like it was great like i remember watching that with my neighbors and like like kind of like ducking my head down every time something happened and shit. Like,
1: what i thought was interesting that you said about that and being rebooted it's also a, a, an amazing i love you to horror movies in itself because the whole thing is about the generation of people who watched the horror movies that we grew up on and what they learned about it and how it affects these new rules and reality that he's in so that's just like when what's his character Jamie when, Kennedy Jamie Kennedy goes on that list oh my god it's brilliant yep. like everything that he said is true to heart and it's somebody who is a fan of horror and all those things relate to that character and you're like, he's the one... And that's what I love about Cabin in the Woods, too, because that same type of character is the one who... The stoner. Yes. He's the one who relates to the reality of yep. what we know about horror movies and what you do, and then, bring, you know, hitting that fourth wall again. It's amazing.
4: And then going back on, you know, that's his next, I guess, uh, big horror for- it's the new Nightmare. New Nightmare was out in 94 and then Scream in 96. So it was like it just jumped, and then he made another iconic...
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Right, what's your, uh, what's your favorite kill on that? In that? My the favorite first, kill? The first stream. Oh, man. I,
4: they're just, uh, they're just a lot of stabbing.
3: Yeah.
2: Uh. Ooh, you go the know. first, and the disembowelment?
4: The disembowelment, I, I would say the disembowelment when everything falls out, when he's sitting in that chair in the back, that, uh as a little kid you're like oh my
5: god <laughs> no, no, I know, don't even say it. the I garage say it. the
3: garage ah damn yeah. you that's what I totally wanted heartbreaking though.
1: oh her nipples oh. are so hard oh, in that entire scene so great. god is <laughs> she oh. was fucking oh man but with
4: the garage scene I always think of the the extra large chick that can't get through the doggy door <laughs> from scary movie. That that girl is that not a, large.
5: Yeah. It's
1: Her are large,
5: but she is not. <laughs>
1: oh, man. I love the, Oh, there's a... And also, there's a homage to Nightmare on Elm Street in that movie, too, because the janitor is dressed like Freddy Hooger in... It was in actually this, Wes Craven. It was Wes Craven dressed yeah. like the janitor, which was just like Freddy Hooger. And then Fonz is in it. Okay, I'm done.
4: The Fonz. <laughs>
0: Um, I would say, on the subject of the fonts, his death was the hardest to watch. (laughs) Uh, uh, It always always is. (laughs) I'm so glad they didn't do something cheesy like him giving the thumbs down.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Or his head through a jukebox. That would (laughs) be kind of cool. Or he elbows
0: himself and he just revives. Um, One of the hardest scenes, I still, it sounds really dumb, but I still have trouble watching it to this day, is when Drew Barrymore is running away. And it's, you know, that slow motion shot where she's running away and the killer's just gaining on her and he grabs her and he just... Right in oh. her fucking chest. That, for some reason, to me, like I just can't watch that without cringing. Yeah. Um, it's very slow. And, you know, when he he actually also, too, jabs the knife in her neck at one point. Uh, when he, like, gets her on the ground.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Her death in that movie, you know, it was unexpected. It's- because she's a... At the time, she was a really big name. And it's like, ah, she's gonna make it till the end. And then you watch it, and you're like... Okay, this is something new. Like they took the t- one of the top billed people. Her name is. Yeah, on the it's first. She's on the cover. Still in I five minutes.
5: And yeah, that was she's such in Like the uh, very front. She's of the, the front cover. of the cover, yeah, and it yeah. has
1: her name big on there. She, and it's was, such a perfect. She was the poster girl for that movie. Well, that cover-ish.
5: is that is the iconic scene of that movie.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah.
5: I was, so the whole so, popping the popcorn, the oh. covers like. No, that is perfectly. the iconic scene of that movie.
1: It really is like that. They make the fun of, of it
5: too. Like I
4: mean,
1: that's the one that they <laughs>
5: yeah. always make fun of. Mm-hmm. Like,
4: and that really set the bar for the rest of the movie because it was just so brutal. Yeah, yeah, it yeah.
1: yeah. And anyone can die, and it's just it's so it's such a good bingo. Yeah.
3: And you, Ed, what's your
0: movie? Um, I'm gonna go with a little a little bit of a slasher cheese here, and I'm gonna say Shocker.
3: Nice. And the reason Ooh. why I
0: love Shocker so much is because I saw it on Svengoolie. <laughs> For the first time, I saw it on Svengoolie. And, you know, like Halloween 3 also, I mean, off subject a little bit, that's where I first saw Halloween 3 too was on <laughs> Um And I remember I actually bought, like, the the three-pack of Wes Craven movies where it was Shocker, Serpent in the Rainbow, and People Under the Stairs. And I just remember watching Shocker and just... I love that movie. There, there are just so many kind of cheesy elements into it, but it's still, you know, Mitch Pelegi's great in it. You
3: know, his limp. his horse Pinker, that's, horse how, you Pinker. Know, that's how you know it's the Shocker. And and that's a
4: sweet
5: three-pack, by the way. It is.
3: <laughs> it was
0: not at
1: Walmart. Um, is, like, that, that
0: the That's the other thing I loved about it, too, was the soundtrack was very... A lot of heavy metal bands on it. Um, and I remember when I started watching it was... Like when I actually got the pack, I, I started studying like electronics. I was learning how to solder, and that's in the opening scene. Is Horst Pinker fixing a TV? And I'm looking at him soldering. I'm like, man, he's using a he's using a lot of solder for that. One. <laughs> <laughs> he's it's, doing that all wrong. It's, it's tripping all over the place. I'm like, dude, come on. It's your workstation, man. You gotta treat that thing nicely. Have some pride. <laughs> yeah, have some pride. <laughs> um, but, but that's sure. the other thing too. Like watching that movie, you'd be hard pressed to find aside from here. And tube TV anywhere, because you see him cracking open, and you're just seeing circuit board, circuit board, tube, 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 tube. There's <laughs> not that many. <laughs>
1: I know, we've seen the inside of that thing.
0: <laughs> but yeah, uh, I, I really enjoyed Shocker. I, I, I love the idea that, you know, in a way, I don't know if it was meant to be based off reality, but it had that, you know, Richard Ramirez Night Stalker <laughs> element to it, where this guy is breaking into people's houses as they sleep, and you know when he transforms himself which is another cheesy part of the movie in the prison <laughs> he's able to do it through your TV and you know I'm one of those lunatics who you know sometimes I just prefer the TV on it helps me fall asleep mm. um, so I guess I'd be vulnerable to attack <laughs>
4: you and me both.
1: That's why I don't, because of uh, was it TV, terror TV? Or terror, 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 terror That's the reason why I couldn't be in a room with the TV on for a really long time
3: Favorite, favorite kill in that movie? I can't... Uh, it would
0: have to be between Pac-Man and the coach. <laughs> because the dialogue between Peter Berg and his coach yeah. is just, you always told this coach anything you want. you just gotta fight for it! <laughs> yeah.
3: But he that's how he always acts, though. That's what he always yeah, sounds know. like in I every know. single movie. Uh, like, he's uh, always about to cry.
0: Yeah, and... My other favorite part of that movie would probably be the little girl when he possesses her. Yeah. And she's trying to get the bulldozer to go. just, like, come on, me. you piece of shit. <laughs> and she's trying to run him over with it. Like, that's just showing no mercy. Like, I'm going to take your ass out with a bulldozer.
3: My pick is People Under the Stairs. I saw that in the theater when it came out. Yeah, I'm old. That's all. Awesome. We're not that old. It was old. awesome. It was awesome. Uh, I, I didn't really know exactly what to expect. I just remember seeing the previews, and I was like, "I gotta go see this." And I remember going, and when they break into the house in the beginning, and Ving Rhames is there, and like no one knew who Ving <laughs> Rhames was at that time, but he had, he had, did have a big presence in the movie for how long he actually was in it. But uh, there's a lot. There's a lot, a lot of good sadistic stuff in that movie, uh, trapping your kids under the stairs, uh, not letting them go, and they just—they all look like they're in like some heavy metal band from the '80s because their hair is all long and they're wearing like gnarly Nirvana shirt-looking, <laughs> like sweaters. Uh, but yeah, that's that's one of my favorite movies of uh, Wes Craven's.
5: To go along with how they all look like they're in a metal band, <laughs> and the dad is totally strapped up. Oh, uh, yeah. He's, like, when he's, like, <laughs> fucking toting guns and shit. He looks like he could be... The gimp. Yeah. The gimp.
3: <laughs> or, yeah, that, too. I was going to say, yeah. They could have totally cast Rob Halford in that role. Yeah, oh my exactly. my <laughs> yeah, What's your favorite kill in that movie? My favorite kill uh, would have to be the Ving Rames one. Because oh. after they kill him, they toss him into the big pool of body parts and blood and piss and everything. And it's just really gnarly. Cool. ROAD yeah. So... <laughs> well, yeah, that's my favorite. Anyone else's favorite? Anyone else? Uh... Uh, you know what, I can... The one scene I'll always remember from that movie...
0: Uh, I remember watching that with my sister... Um, years ago. I think it was on Showtime. That's how long ago it was. Um, the scene where they're throwing their daughter in the scolding hot tub... Ooh. And she's just screaming at the top of her lungs. Like, I remember my dad... <laughs> <laughs> my dad, my dad is like a very old school soft of the earth guy. That's why I love him. He comes out there because he hears all this screaming. He looks and he just watches us. Look And he's like, okay, <laughs> he just walks away. Um, but that scene like always sticks out in my head because we've all been burned by water at some point. Yeah, and you can't imagine like the fucking pain of just being thrown into a scalding hot tub.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, another scene that I do, it's one of the sadder scenes is when Roach actually dies. <laughs> yeah. Um, <Aww. laughs> and, then, and then the whole, as, as it was mentioned earlier, the S&M scene, where, you know, later he comes out in the Gip outfit, yeah, and yeah. I'm like, what the fuck?
2: <laughs> I know, it just is. Isn't is that his a, mother?
3: It's <laughs> a right turn right there. Yeah.
2: yeah.
1: Uh, it's funny, because it's not really a scene that I remember, but I, and I hope you don't fuck this up, but I always, for some reason, when I hear that movie's name, I think about Vin Room saying, <laughs> I popped this house's cherry. <laughs> and that's the scene I always think about when I think about that. It's like, man, I popped this house's cherry. <laughs> we can talk about breaking it in. I just like, I love that.
3: All right, so our next segment is a kind of blind debate about the movies Evil Dead and Evil Dead 2. All of us don't know which one we prefer over the other. So we're just going to start off and talk about which one we think... Maybe not better, but we like more. As we may think is more enjoyable. So, to my right, Michelle, which do you choose? Evil Dead 1 or 2?
2: Two?
1: 2. Why? Because choose what he would have done if he had more money.
3: Mm. I mean,
1: and it's not like... I'm talking about fucking billion dollars Michael Bay movie. This is him having... What I think people would spend in one day of filming a, a major star movie now that he did with that whole budget, and he did exactly what he wanted to do, and it was awesome.
3: <laughs> Pindy, what do you pick? I'm going with one. One? Why? Ooh. <sighs> All right. I got to hear this.
5: I like the grittiness of one. Um, I mean, basically, when it comes down to it, if anyone has seen one or the other, they're they're very similar. Yes, uh, I mean I mean if someone has seen one and hasn't seen two, don't feel like you're missing out on a whole bunch. Um, Reboot or like, remake? Oh, ooh. <laughs> All
3: right, well, don't. Worry. Yeah, I said that's going to the debate. Yeah, exactly.
5: But um, I like the first one because I think, like I said, it a lot of the the same stuff is done in the second one. I like the grittiness of the first one, and I like the fact that like he kind of had to work around like, not having money. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, and... I don't know. I Again, I just thought, like, low-budget yep. stuff to me, he did a really good job with a low-budget movie. You see some low-budget movies oh that God, look yeah. like shit. Yeah. Like, I mean, no, talk about... That's what I cre- mean. Like, talk <laughs> about a, a low-budget movie that was fucking back in the 80s that was, like, awesome. Like, I mean...
1: Not only that, but he, cre- he was the first one to do that POV vision of that quick speed film in any movie in the beginning where it's just like, and that was just brilliant. Yeah. You know,
5: but before we get too much into it, <laughs> Luca, what do you pick?
4: Oh man, it's, it's super tough. Cause yeah, the one was the original is just, you know, it's the original, you know, but the second one was, well, the f- first one was more just a straight horror movie. The second one was more, a little bit more comedy thrown in there and also better production. If you would have asked me, you know, ten years ago, which one I liked better, or would have said two because of the production value. Now, if you'd ask me which one I like better, I would go with one because of it. it's the original. Damn it! It's awesome, but they're both equally. That's it's a okay, cool. tough,
3: tough and? question.
0: You know, I'm really conflicted about this
3: because here's why. Um, I'm not saying which one you think is better. Which one you enjoy more? Which one I enjoy more? Yeah. Which one can you put on every I, single day?
2: Again, against? there's
0: a lot of confliction here because. In 2 you have the Bruce Campbell we all know and love,
2: mm-hmm. Ash the mm-hmm. ass kicker.
0: Whereas in 1, he wasn't really a hero until he was the last one left. And to me you know, <laughs> What? I saw them all backwards. Like I saw Army of Darkness first, and then I saw Evil Dead 2, and then I saw Evil Dead 1.
3: I saw them out of order too. Yeah, I know what
0: you mean. So I'm going to have to say Evil Dead 2 because yes! it was to me it was, to me, like, the birth of the Ash we know. Like, and the thing about Ash, too, is at, you know, when you watch movies like where you have a guy that is, you know, all around ass kisser, like a du- <laughs> ass Ash- kicker. kisser.
1: <laughs> ass kissing son of a bitch. God, God- damn damn Talking to Sam Raimi. <laughs> okay, when you have all a right.
0: guy who's just, you know, a brute ass kicker, like a John McClane. Mm-hmm. John McClane's a cop who was also a special for- forces soldier. Ash is an everyman. Like, You look at his trunk, he has a chemistry book, and he has rope, you know, it's like, he's not a guy who was special forces trained, you know, he doesn't know how to break your neck out of the silence, he doesn't, he just does things out of defense, and God bless
3: him for it. Well, I have to break this 2-2 two, two uh, tie. Oh, fuck. Whoa. I just realized that. loving it. Love it. Uh, love it. See? Come on. Come well, hey. hey. on. Hey. This is why he hey.
1: hey. gets the power. Don't be swayed by other people. I you
3: am won't not swayed <laughs> no. by no. anyone about my love. And
5: like you said, it's not which one's better, it's which, which one, one you Which like you enjoy one. more.
1: So? Which
3: one I can watch a lot more. Which is
5: pretty much saying better, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> good. They're good.
3: They're good. They're good for different reasons. Okay, so my pick is Evil Dead 2.
2: Yeah!
3: So, uh, I, I too, like, I saw the movies Out of Order. Uh, I first saw Evil Dead Two, then I saw Army of Darkness. I actually saw Army of Darkness in the theater, which was awesome. Nice. It was a nut house there. It was, a, it was like a second run theater, and the place was exploding, man. Everything that happened. Would you say they were acting like screwheads? They were. <laughs> <little> <laughs> screw heads. And um, so, but two, I, I, I have to go with the comedy thing more. Uh, it stuck with me a lot more, and it made me laugh. I remember watching that movie with my mother, and we were just cracking up through all the different scenes. So it's it's, it's a good uh, memory. But let's open this up. Who's got something to say? Who's good to, who's, and I
5: thought you were like, put your dukes
3: up. The let's rebuttal, do this. The rebuttal.
5: I can't be swayed.
3: You can't I, be swayed? I can no I don't can really want to
1: sway you. I, I oh, suck. no. <laughs> I think We should go around
4: and say what order we saw him in. Because oh, yeah. you guys said you saw... Yeah, I. Well, Ed
5: went 3-2-1, I went 2-3-1.
1: I went 2-3-1-2.
5: I think I went 3-1-2. Oh. You know what? I can I see that say, it, too, yeah. I, would I, would say I, I definitely, went 1-3-2. Oh, wow,
4: I definitely wow saw Army so nobody Darkers here first.
1: seen it in order? That's... Re- Matt did. That's, yeah,
3: yeah. Oh,
1: the one thing <laughs> that you see,
0: and that's it. The only Rev you ever have that podcast. <laughs> you were just quiet.
3: <laughs>
5: And he will remain quiet. <laughs> this is reminding the Jimmy. <laughs> he thing will still stand comment. there and stroke his beard.
0: <laughs> um, the thing with me, like <laughs> I saw Army of Darkness on Sci Fi, on the Sci Fi channel, like years ago. Mm. And I thought it was really like an interesting movie. I didn't know what the fuck it was when I saw it, and I'm like, you know, I really enjoy this. I I don't know why, but I enjoy it. And then years later, um, <laughs> someone in my house rented Evil Dead 2. And then as I'm watching Evil Dead 2, I'm like, wait a minute. Chainsaw in the hand. And then you get to the <laughs> end of Evil Dead 2, and I'm like, oh my god! You're connected!
1: Well, the, they uh,
0: blew it up.
1: you said suspicious. Can I also say the beginning of that conversation sounded like when you first learned to masturbate? Because it was just like, I didn't know what this was, but I really enjoyed it.
0: <laughs> Did I break it? Did I break it? <laughs> 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 um, but then again, like, I, I, I have to agree with Pindy about the grittiness of the movie. Like, some of the things they did in that movie were just... I brought this up before. The end of the movie when Ash is shooting at the Deadite. That was a real fucking shotgun shell that he <laughs> shot at it.
5: Well, like, it kind of, it like, flashes me back to, like, the first time when I watched, like, Night of the Living Dead and stuff like that. Where, like, I mean, you watch that and it's like it's awesome because it's, it's gritty, it's black and white. Like, I mean, I don't know. I grew up with color TV and shit. Like, I mean, it's, you know, Granted, I mean, it's We're not... We're not that old. We all yeah, do,
1: too.
2: <laughs> no, but
5: no, I'm not saying that. But you know what I mean. Like, it's... It, going back and seeing that stuff, it really does add to it. It's like with... Okay, with Evil Dead 1 and 2, there's different tones to it. Same parts, but they have different soundtrack parts mm-hmm. to it. Like, it's not the exact same, like... Soundtrack, and if it is, it's not used the same way. Like, there's definitely certain parts that are different. Like, I mean, the entire intro is different, pretty much, like Like the first seven minutes or something. Um, and I think he talks about it at one point that like it's not, it's not like um, it kind of is a sequel, because it's it, I I doesn't like it, it's pretty much like him. Re- yeah, it's yeah, like... It's the right, exact yeah. same it, it, story. It's like him going through it again, yeah. kind of. And it works.
1: Yeah, it does. It
5: works. It's the only, it's the only movie that can do it seriously. Like, I mean, I, any other movie that would have done it, I probably would have like, what the fuck was he
2: thinking? Yeah, <laughs> and so closely like,
1: together, and then you're like, this is the exact same story, but it's so fucking good. That's, I and mean, that's where Bruce Campbell really shines. Like, you'd even know this man had so much fucking... It's insane. <laughs> like, he may be a jackass, kind of cocky, sexy, and funny, and was a comical actor who was comedic, and, and, and his timing was just incredible. I'm All sorry. right, I'm going to have, have to, to clean the couch, I know. <laughs> I'm sorry, I have a real hard on for Bruce Campbell. I think Matt knows that he's on my list if there was like, somebody to have on your list.
4: The Chin. <sighs> well, I thought it was, I mean, has there ever been another movie that... The original came out, and they're like, nah, we got a little more money. Let's do it again." <laughs> exactly. It's, it's so it's...
5: good that they had to do it again. <laughs> <laughs>
4: yes. That's
3: a, a, that's a really that's good perfect.
2: point for your argument. Like, that was perfect.
4: There you go. The first time I saw two, I was really confused. I'm
5: like, "Wait a second! Didn't I like watch this movie
4: already? <laughs> you know, that's that's like, the copy
5: what, of it. What is going on? Because at the beginning, it's it's a it's little ex- different, so it kind of trips you up when like when it opens up, because you're kind of like, "Wait a minute, this is this is." This is, the, this is the same movie.
4: Like, but wait,
5: like, did I fast forward? Yeah, like,
4: it's... Does he not know what's gonna happen? They... Why are they going back there?
5: I Isn't remember... Isn't that bitch dead already? No, don't, yeah. don't hit play! Don't hit play! The first time I watched, too, it was with a buddy, and when they put it on, like, this is one. Like, I don't know what you're doing. Dude. Like,
1: uh, you must be really stoned because yeah. that is not a different movie.
3: Okay, so we all picked our five favorite slasher movies from the 80s. And we have a mixed bunch here. Not too many doubles or duplicates. So it's going to be really interesting. Uh, Luca, what do you got for us? All right. Top five in this order.
4: I'm going to go with five. Sleepaway Camp. I'm going to go with the original. If you haven't seen it, Get ready for some dick.
2: (laughs) Uh,
4: I'm going to go four, Fun House. Um, uh, Three, I'm going to go, Nightmare on Elm Street had five flicks in the 80s. I'm going to pick the first, Nightmare on Elm Street. It's the most iconic. Gave me nightmares as a kid. Rock and roll. Uh, Then I'm going to go with, uh, I mean, Friday the 13th dominated the 80s. They came out with eight. Fucking movies in the 80s. I'm going to go with my favorite, Chapter 4, or 4, of the final chapter that came out in 1984. And then uh, I'm going to number one, Halloween also came out, you know, not to be cliche, but Halloween also came out with uh, four movies in the 80s. I'm going to go with two um, as my favorite. I love that mask the most out of all of them, and uh, I just love watching people getting
2: stabbed. <laughs>
0: Ed, what do you got uh, for number five I am going to go with Madman very hatchet-esque now <laughs> especially when you re-watch it um, again it's a lot of 80s cheese that's why I love it nice um, and these aren't listed by my favorites number four is gonna be the burning again a lot of 80s cheese and a young Head full of hair, Jason Alexander, mm-hmm. George mm-hmm. Costanza, George Costanza. <laughs> also, there's a lot of '80s slang in that movie. My favorite being, "Yeah, well, you're not winning any personality contest yourself, buddy." That's <laughs> a fun one to That's say. The like... jerk store call. <laughs> <laughs> They're all out of you. They're all out of you. <laughs> um, uh, also, one of my favorite iconic, uh, iconic scenes of a massacre in that movie involving some shears and a raft. And again, Tom Savini did all the effects on that movie, so Woo! you know when you're getting him, you're not getting you know, you're not getting crap, you're not getting shit. Yes, babe.
1: wait, that's you right. ain't getting shit. There you go.
0: <laughs> okay, my number two, I would say Maniac Cop. Seeing as how we just talked about Bruce Campbell,
3: mm.
0: um, it's a really interesting story, especially a lot of you know, the Maniac Cop reminds me of Ted Levine a lot because he just grunts and groans. <laughs> Even the scene where he's getting
3: brutalized in a shower. I don't mean oh. raped, I can stand. <laughs> yeah.
0: All you hear is. <laughs> 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 that's, uh, <laughs> that's
3: Robert Zadar. He uh, actually just passed away a few months ago. He was oh. a character actor. Yeah, he was in like, Tango and Cash. And, and he lived around here, too. Yeah, right? he not was from uh, actually. Oh, it damn it. Adamson? No, not Evanston. Farther out, uh, Woodstock.
1: Oh, okay. Oh, fuck, that's far.
3: Yeah, he, uh, he lives, I think, right around there.
0: Also, you're you're treated <clears throat> to a, a very sweet-ass karate kick by Bruce Campbell, then. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: oh, everything from this to sweet. Uh,
0: my number one movie, this is really, really hard to narrow down, um, <clears throat> but I am going to have to go with Luco on this, and I know there aren't that many duplicates, but I'm going to have to say Sleepaway Camp because that ending really is just a curveball. Um... <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. that was funny. Yeah, it is. It's,
0: it's <laughs> I didn't actually mean a pun. More like then it a would be curved, curved balls. Balls, yeah. <laughs> know. I mean, just that imagery, of, imagery of the end of you know Angela just like uh, just standing there naked and hissing. That was just like Jesus Christ. She, she's a fucking animal. Just
4: bearing it all. He's an you animal.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. do
1: to go bear back on that situation. Uh, she,
0: And, you know, that scene right before where she has, you know, she's sitting at the lake with Paul, and you think he's, like, curled up next to her, and just chopped his fucking head off. (laughs) Also, that movie did break one of the horror movie rules. Uh, Kids were really off limits as far as, like, you know, seeing them get murdered, which you don't see them get murdered, but you see the aftermath of it, and I thought that was, again, this movie had a lot of 80s cheese.
3: Yep. Gotta Mm -hmm. love the 80s cheese.
0: Gotta love the cheese. Uh, Camp counselor Ronnie is probably one of my favorite characters. <laughs> <laughs> and, and seeing someone get boiled,
3: like have yeah, scalding yeah. water thrown Again. on their face mm.
0: again—that even if he didn't
2: die,
3: yeah, it was, it was
0: still... Th- the visual effects guy. on that too, like the blistering of the skin. Just fuck, man. That was that was hard to watch.
1: Oh, uh, you better hope that nobody knows what your real fears are. Use yeah. it against you because I think I already figured it out.
0: <laughs> mm. Get
3: thrown scalding water throw at
0: me or just slowly, <laughs> slowly
1: dipped into a like All right. boiling pot
3: okay Larry. All right, my uh, my five are no particular order uh it would be Sleepaway camp two boom and that's a good there's a lot of good kills in there there's boobs in that one too nice which is always a plus in my book uh next I have to go with nightmare on elm street three uh it's when freddie starts to get real goofy which I really started to like him more not saying that I didn't like part one I loved, it. it was more serious and Part 2 was just horrible But uh, <laughs> So yeah, I have to pick 3 My other one would be Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer uh, It's a pretty brutal movie And I love Michael Rooker uh, My number 4 Would be uh, Poop
2: Oh, oh, oh uh, <laughs>
3: Friday the 13th Part 5 I know it's not Jason, but I still enjoy the movie because A, there's a lot of kills, and B, there's a lot of boobs. So <laughs> I thought i just throw the B in there. Funny. Right, uh, and my number one, uh, not number one, my, my last pick five would probably also be The Burning. Because that one, I uh, love the special effects, uh, the kills were good, and it was just a good story. Alright,
5: um to go through uh, I will again not in any particular order uh, Maniac I know I said it, I said it, I think we talked about it in one of the other episodes um, but again I really like the original
3: I really like the remake
2: oh you're talking about Maniac or? yeah okay
5: isn't that what I said yeah okay <laughs> yeah, I, was, I thought you said Madman again I was like what like down to the soundtrack I love the soundtrack of the first one like the original and everything like it's a great creepy movie um friday the 13th I'm, I'm picking the first one just because the first one is still my favorite um i i like everything about it it's super creepy jason's mother is fucking creepy as hell um i mean the, the kills in it are pretty awesome and i don't know when you it, it's always great to see the introduction of not even like the character but like he is introduced at the very end, but, like, it's cool that it's, like, just the beginning. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, like, the first drop, like, of what will be tons of blood. Like, <laughs> it's so great. Um, I put uh, The uh, the Intruder. Uh, again, a uh, great fucking movie. It's, I like it just because it's... It, it, it's not gritty like Evil Dead. It's just really low budget. Like it's, <laughs> it's just, but it's still like good. It's it's it has some real like moments where it's it's very like realistic. Like I don't know, just people's reactions to things.
4: And the the bandsaw to the head scene, still is like <laughs> oh, it's so good. But it's like at the same high. time, it's like oh
5: god. What else did I put? Um, House on Sorority Row. I was gonna say to kind of, I was looking for something that, I mean might not be as looked into that. Another one that I picked that I think is kind of overlooked and they remade, which the remake wasn't, I mean, wasn't anything special, but like the original My Bloody Valentine was really cool. Um, Especially, again, I wasn't alive when it came out or anything, but it was, I, I, I imagine when it came out, it was probably a very cool movie. Like, I mean, even when I first watched it, I mean, like, freshman year of high school, it was fucking... It was awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, it's a fun 80s slasher movie. like, And that's... I like just, like, simple movies like that, where it's just like, okay, there's a serial killer. Get away from him. Like... <laughs> <Don't over-davocate laughs> it. Yeah, like, when they get into too much of, like, the backstory where it's like, well, he's the child of... something... Yeah. some lady who was raped by this... <laughs> Demonic, <laughs> like, priest.
1: Yeah, that sounds like Freddy Cougar's thing you're telling me. Yeah, right a <laughs>
5: thousand maniacs. Someone
0: stuck a
1: thumb in that asshole different, she Yeah, it's Robert it. yeah. Um, well, no, a Robert Englund
4: movie. Well, no, he's the bastard son of a thousand maniacs. It wasn't or a thousand. Was it? Yeah. yeah. 1000 yeah.
0: no, bastard son of a hundred maniacs. A, a
1: hundred, hundred maniacs? Thousand? Yeah. yeah, yeah there a thousands was, even worse. And, and his and mother
0: was a nun. know the funniest thing in Nightmare on Elm Street 5? You actually see Robert England in there, so it's like, okay. Yeah, he's that's the guy. Play. That's yeah, the did. one that got through. <laughs> no, <that's>
1: not... <laughs> um,
5: but yeah, that's my five.
1: I guess it's on me now. Uh, well. I guess there are more repeats than you thought, Larry. Yeah, I guess
3: so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, well, there's
1: a few. There's mm-hmm. Okay, That's well, too many. each one of you said a movie that I'm going to say, so there's at least more than double, but you all have good taste, obviously. So <laughs> I mean, um, that goes without that, saying. Yeah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I'll start from whatever order. Uh, one that wasn't said was 976 Evil. That movie really screwed me up when I was younger, and I actually did call the number because there was a number that existed, and it was... You've got 976 Evil. What's your dream? And I'm like, and I'm out! You know, because <laughs> I don't need to turn into a goblin and try to kill my mom's parakeet. So, um, with that being said, uh, Hell Will Tell was another fun one for me, and I was very creeped out by pig-headed people who had chainsaws, <laughs> and I didn't know how to process that information because I was really young when I saw it. I was, like, maybe four or five. Nice. pig and then, yeah, and then I got so fucking confused when they were, like, heads in a yard, and I'm like, wait, they're eating? What? What? And I, like, couldn't eat bacon because I thought the bacon was going to come after me. I didn't know what was going on. So that one was up there. Uh, and then I also had to go with one of my classics, and this probably will come up a lot because it's one of my favorite movies, and it did once already, and that's Freddy Krueger, Nightmare on Elm Street. The first one, I think it was groundbreaking, and the first time anyone did a lot of the things that happened there and some of those amazing iconic scenes What's the scariest scenes. scene? You know once again I saw that when I was really young so there was like flashes of things that I remember when I when I was younger didn't know how to process them like the part where she answered the phone and the tongue comes out of it <laughs> that part <laughs> fucked with me so hard when I was little that I would like look at the phone before I would put it against my ear That and it's it's not even like the t- most scariest or bloodiest scene it's just it's so fucked up because she thinks she's awake and it's tonguing her it's terrifying (laughs) um and uh you know the very beginning scene where you go into the first nightmare and that's when you establish it and it is one of the most terrifying things to think that you are trapped in this and that everything that's happening you can't escape you know oh uh and then last i believe is what no i still have two more maniac don't you maniac was definitely one of them um I think the scene with the shotgun is one of the most, one of those scenes that, that resonated with me the most and how particular and detail-oriented they were in filming it, because I mean, it was a pride and joy work from Tom Savini, which was mentioned again, and he's brilliant and amazing, and he was also the star, and... I, well,
3: I, I want to ask you this, like, how does, it, how does it make you feel watching this movie as you are female? Oh, because you're a female, of course. Oh, well, I case you
1: guys out there in podcast world did not know uh, yeah. that.
3: And uh, just like what he did and how that kind of impacted you in a way, like um, scalping girls and everything. Honestly, that, that, that didn't, that, affect, that didn't me affect me at all. You at all.
1: It didn't. I I wasn't I, I guess I was so young at the point when I saw it that those things that would become issues to me as an adult that I would be concerned about didn't have any effect on me because I wasn't aware of them. I all I was aware of was a horror movie. This girl's head just got blown off, or like—I mean, the couple there—and it's—and that's what stuck with me, and I think that's what makes me enjoy these movies too, because it's not about that. It's just about enjoying the gore and the horror and and appreciating it, how twisted it is. Because you know what, the world is fucking twisted. And if you have a problem seeing one thing and want to take that as a reality, but but offended by another thing, then you're just acting like some religions that i know that i'm not gonna say so on that note my final one since i'm on the same path of you know homicidal killers i would have to say henry as you guys mentioned that movie is more terrifying i guess it ties into that because it is so realistic and does happen in a certain way that it adds that fear element of realism to it and he was brilliant in it he scares me normally. Like, Michael Rooker? Michael Rooker, even when he's trying to be fun, I just I, I feel like he will snap me in a twig if I say the wrong thing.
2: And uh, <laughs> he's got
1: that presence about him. <coughs> but he's also got like this intensity when he plays a role, and you feel like he gets really swallowed in it, and he becomes that role, and that's what I think is really scary about so it. So how about,
3: like, uh, how does it make you feel that it's made in Chicago, too?
1: I always love it when things are filmed here. Like, I mean, I don't know if you guys know this, but Matt and I live less than three, five minutes walking from John Wayne Casey's house. What? Yeah. We live down the street from there. We didn't take a road trip? If, uh, <laughs> well, his parents live even closer to them. And uh, it's funny because I think I ran into somebody when I was at Sun Alone who talked about their family growing up here and them going to a black party with that family and stuff that Kurt parents or whatever and it's just so crazy to think that we live so close to that and know that that was here and I'm always intrigued by things that are filmed in Chicago and like looking at that from that side of an angle that you wouldn't think about. We also stayed at the hotel where uh, uh was that one guy came I'm to right. kill yeah he brought one of his boys to and killed. We stayed at that pros. hotel oh, that hotel was creepy as fuck I'm not even kidding it, it was when we went to Milwaukee right for our wedding oh my god you even know. <laughs> it's like one of those pull, like, metal, like, elevators, too, that you have to. Oh.
0: Okay, I'm going to throw a curveball at you guys. Oh, Jesus. All right. One honorable mention that didn't make your list. Uh, Larry, go first.
2: <sighs> Ooh,
3: boy. Oh, man. That's a tough one. You threw a real good curveball. I'd say Prowler.
2: Ooh, that's a fucking good
3: one. That's a good one, too. That's, uh, good shower scene kill on that one.
1: course, <laughs> Larry <laughs> the Pervert over here picks that one. Leisure Larry. <laughs> oh, I don't really know. I've seen so many different ones and I, I, I kind of merged them all together. I keep thinking of like the the Shopping Mall one. Shopping Mall? Shopping yeah, mall? Shopping Mall. But then I, I get that mixed up with the I'm not going to say the right name. But the Christmas one, Black Christmas.
3: Black Christmas. That was that was seventies. Yeah. Uh,
1: I know, Aww. but I always think those two are the same movie for some reason. <laughs> what do you know? Why. What the
3: other name of Chopping Mall is? mm That was the like the other name for Chopping
1: Mall. That's hilarious. Yeah,
3: because it was originally named Killbots, then they didn't like it, so they were like, "How about Chopping Mall?" And they're like, "Oh." Oh,
1: that sounds dynamite! I can see those guys in those 80s suits eating their. <laughs> shrimp cocktail when
3: you bring on that name. Yeah, I, can, I can imagine that boardroom.
0: What should we call it? Chopping <laughs> block. Chopping mall. <laughs> mall Yo, man. Chop
1: up these goddamn lines and let's party. we
0: chop up some teenagers. <laughs> this could gonna be great. Um yeah, oh okay, oh what about you?
5: Um, I'm, just cause I, I, I just rewatched a whole bunch of them. <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2. <laughs> oh,
1: my God. For
5: being incredibly gay. Yes. <laughs> Dude. And if you, if for those listening, if you look out, and if you've seen the movie and you don't know, there are websites dedicated to the fact that Jesse is gay. Jesse is gay. Just deal with it.
2: Yeah. And the, the actor... Oh, man. And the actor's the gay.
4: Well, looking back, didn't he say, like, oh, we didn't know we were doing that? Yeah, he said that they...
1: they well, there was a couple instances where they did, but it's funny, because when you watch that documentary about all the Nightmare songs that's all they talk about in yeah, part two. Whole, it's it's all about, all like, how... Even to the poster... It's crazy. <laughs> he's it's like so in a shower,
3: isn't he? Yes. Are <laughs> <laughs>
2: God! Yeah.
5: Like there's just yeah. so many parts, and it's it's still a great movie, but it's
2: that kills. It's in just it are incredibly so gay, stupid. and
5: it's, right. it's 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 hilarious yeah, to a oh, point. Oh, yeah. It's like it's funny. He's about to like fuck this chick, and he just basically can't do it, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. then go and then goes you know, into the dude's bedroom yeah, and shirtless, starts talking. So yeah. yes.
1: All muscly and oiled up. Oh my up god! There's and something inside good. me! Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's so it crazy. It
5: wants to come out or something.
1: <laughs> it does! It's, he's coming out of me. Like, okay, there's just, yeah.
5: And he screams like a girl. It's just... Yeah, no. <laughs> if anyone <laughs> hasn't like seen it, watch it and just, you know.
1: There's absolutely no chemistry between <laughs> you know, him and the girl either. Look
0: up, Jesse's right? gay afterwards. <laughs> you know what, um... Michelle, I gotta disagree with you. I did enjoy a couple of the kills. Uh, Although, a lot of the kills came towards the end of the movie at the pool
2: party. Okay, no.
1: There was not that many kills in the pool party. Because there's a ridiculous amount of kids in there. And he's throwing fucking tables all over the place and terrifying. Like, he boils a couple in the pool. But most of them survive. He's, like, making flames come out of the fucking grill. There are so many kids there that they should have all been shushed There was not that 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 many kills. That's what I was
0: getting at. That's one of my favorite... He corners some poor kid and just right across the fucking face. And yeah, just... like this
1: one fucking kid. Like, seriously, there's like forty kids against the fence, okay. and then they get
0: away. How many kids fell off that were trying to climb the fence fell into a pit of fire? That Not one enough. girl gets trampled by Not, the people trying to uh, climb the fence. No. I say that every day. And although, <laughs> and although it, it begins awesomely <coughs> with the one kid, hey man, we're all here to help you. Just tell us what's wrong, and Freddie, fuck off, you pussy. He just throws him <laughs> to the side.
4: Now, with the uh, the slash to that kid's face, now, did he survive, or is that kid still living, and he's got a sweet scar to tell people? He you guys hear Freddy Krueger? Yeah. yeah. Look at right that. Here. Look at my face.
0: I didn't fall on the stove. Yeah.
1: I fell on the grill. <laughs>
5: Damn it. And right. did anyone realize, too, that the her dad totally shot a shotgun into a crowd of children. Yeah? <laughs> I, I, I mean, I did, not re- like, the first time I watched it, I was just like, and he missed Freddy, and there's a whole bunch of kids behind him. Like, what? Yeah. Like, like, terrible.
4: <laughs> well, uh, I was, originally I had an extra pick, and it was Intruder, <laughs> but Pindy went on that one, and that's a sweet flick, but I'm going to go with a different uh, honorable mention. Uh, I just recently saw uh, The Lamp a.k.a. the outing was uh, from 1987 was pretty sweet about this uh, genie lamp that they these kids break in to this old chick's house and uh, they're like yo bitch we know you got gold yeah. or something so they fucking they kill this old lady <laughs> and it's like whoa yeah.
3: I see and this then experience. they start
4: ripping into the walls to try and find this lady's secret stash and they find this uh, this chest and they open it up and it's a, like a magic lamp but it's you know evil as fuck and then um, people just start dying, and it's wonderful. <laughs> it's check weird. it out. The Lamp, a.k.a. I, I definitely the want to see it now. Outing. Uh, you can check it out on YouTube.
5: Wacky deaths? Or
4: Only like nine
1: people died in the pool Pretty scene, good.
5: Or like pretty, no. pretty realistic no. deaths. Pretty good deaths.
1: Okay.
5: It was pretty entertaining. So, I mean, I imagine if it's a genie, it might get a little
4: wacky. And the, the genie at the end was fucking awesomely 80s. It's just this big, like, 10, I don't know, it was probably like 20-foot tall, like, I don't know. It was You just gotta see it. It's, it's awesome <laughs> in the 80s. the
1: motions you did, though, when you were doing the genie thing and, like, you are coming out of a lamp. Yeah.
4: If you saw it, you know what I'm talking about.
1: Was the genie Shaq?
3: It was. It was Shaquille O'Neal underneath this suit. See, I was thinking 80s. Maybe it was Sinbad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sinbad. Or, <laughs> it was oh, uh, Sinbad on Shaq's shoulders. Oh, okay.
1: With, with Robin Williams' voice? Yeah, with Robin oh. Williams'
3: voice. Well, they need some laughs, so, yeah.
1: <laughs> nice and lighthearted
0: alright uh, my pick I'm going to go and people who asked why this didn't make my list but I'll explain it why uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night
1: that was the movie I was trying to think of yeah, well,
0: I got it <laughs> <laughs> um, I remember when I bought this I was at Border, or yeah, Borders there was a Borders right by my house and I picked it up and the guy who was behind the register was you know just a hipster douche, and he was reading the back of the movie, he's like, oh, be afraid of Grandpa. Like, a really sarcastic tone. It's like, dude, it's a fucking slasher flick. Like, you know, if I was buying you know, something like Mystic River, and you wanted to insult it, then I'd be willing to debate you, but you know what? I bought a fucking slasher flick, so just let it go. Um, I chose this movie originally because this movie caused a shitstorm. And it kind of reminds me of the way things are today. Like, you know, a lot of parents were upset that Santa Claus was being portrayed as a vicious killer, and now kids are afraid of Santa. But at the same time, look at today. You know, look at the interview.
3: Yeah, that just shut You, y-
0: you offend somebody, you know, we're going to pull this movie, and that's they did that to Silent Night, Deadly Night.
5: I was going to say, if anything, talking about horror movies in general, it, you can see how... People have gotten so, like, sensitive over time when you consider the fact that things like Jason and Freddy and all that were huge in the Mm 80s. Yeah. And then now, like, the only way, like, again, things that they're trying to make it, like Hatchet and movies like that have to be released on, like, independent movie companies, like, low-budget movie companies and things like that where it's, like... Unrated. Yeah. I was going to say, it's... it just sucks because people are so sensitive now. C P C. Yeah, and it, it's and again it goes with how like we've talked about before, even with like video games and things like that. It all started with like video games with like Grand Theft Auto. Holy shit! Like when all that happened, like people lost their minds. Mm-hmm. But again, with horror movies too, and just movies in general, and just life in general, people have gotten way too sensitive. Like I mean, where they're willing to put restrictions on things right away? Now I feel like this is going to turn into yeah. like, a, like a gun debate or something But I'm not trying to do that <laughs> I um, think we're, we're all on the same side bar. as you But especially remember. with something as simple as like the arts Like fuck yeah. It's someone just doing something artistic If it's like really offensive Then no one will see it Yeah, don't watch If you it. don't
1: want to look at it then don't fucking look at it If it's not affecting your personal life Or like what your strong Strong views are You don't have to be involved in it
0: You know it's, I, I said it the other day Give gave it the Freddy Krueger treatment don't pay any attention to it and it goes away I mean
1: well the Kim Kardashian all those people are still here so that's kind of well necessary. people
2: keep
0: paying
3: attention
1: that's that's
2: right. why, why won't they die, die?
3: Yeah, exactly we just ugh well, um oh, fuck.
0: the reason why it didn't really make my list is because you know I don't know if you could say the movie was they rebooted the movie a few years ago and I, I really actually enjoyed it um The reason why is because there was a good life imitating art reason with the remake, Um, and I'm not trying to glorify this in any way. So the cover art is, you know, Santa Claus, but you see a flamethrower next to it. And a few years ago in Arizona, I'd have to look this up, like, but just so I get my facts straight.
1: You realize it was Goldberg.
0: (laughs) there There was actually a massacre that occurred at a house where the guy who committed the massacre was dressed up like Santa Claus. And the guy was armed to the teeth and he also had a flamethrower on him. And, like, it was big news. Again, it was one of those things where it causes gun debate issues. It causes... Was the movie delayed at all? The movie was not delayed, but I think you know, it referenced that because one of the you know, one of the scenes involves Santa Claus with the flamethrower. Um, so I just—I don't know. I mean, it's—it's it's a good movie. It's not one of my top favorites, but I think it definitely deserves some kind of honorable mention. Mm. I mean, that movie. How many? How many sequels of that movie? I don't saw? know. But Luca, what
2: I, were you I, say? I
0: really,
4: I, just, I really like your your Silent Night, Deadly Night as dead dead the honorable mention because <laughs> it made you, you know, it gave you a reason to be afraid of Christmas and. I I'm not, you know, a Christmas grouch, but I fucking hate Christmas.
1: I agree. I fucking
4: hate having to buy people stuff. I hate people all being cheery and happy. I (laughs) want. I I just want to watch people get decapitated and mutilated and, Uh I mean, that's fun for me. That makes (laughs) me happy. That's why
1: Halloween is my Christmas. (laughs) And
4: Deadly, yeah, Silent Night, Deadly Night was like, yes, this is what I want to happen. I mean, not in real life, but... I just, I, I don't like Christmas, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I like black,
5: black Christmas, too. So you're excited for Krampus. I'm.
4: I yes, am.
1: I was going to say, like, Matt showed me that one, and I was like, eh, it looks like it might be a little too, you know, fun. I want it to be dark, and then I'm like, well, maybe it will be, because it's rated R. Both. So that's interesting. Uh, Larry, didn't you have an issue like that with uh, getting into trouble because of something you created and being PC? Oh. Yeah, yeah this is nice. actually an interesting yeah. story.
3: Uh, in my high school, uh, I was in drama class, and in our senior years, we got to write and direct our own plays. Mm-hmm. And my play that I wrote and directed was a zombie play. Nice. And it had guns and people getting shot.
1: And <laughs> <laughs> Zombies getting shot, people getting
3: eaten, and it's... And uh, my first showing of it, I had uh, somewhat of a debate with a teacher about it, about violence. To which I said, well it's violent because things can get violent sometimes it's you know it's we're not trying to hide things things should be out more out in the open and seen rather than and rather than just being covered up of course if we do that we're just going to keep repeating the same problems in our society
1: ooh, ooh, you well, know what? wait before you say something i gotta interject this because i was there for this Because we went to high school and we were in in theater together. And we were in the same class. So we both wrote something. And I knew Larry for a couple... We were friends for about a year or so now. So I already knew that he wrote this shit way before... Columbine. Columbine happened. And Columbine just happened. And he still did the scene. (laughs) And that's really where all the heat came from. We both both got shit from the same teacher. Because I wrote one about sex and doing drugs when you're in high school... And I had a scene of like people having sex, not really, but you know, being portrayed on stage. And he had the Columbine, and ours followed each other. And we were not the most favorite of parents at the time, so we got okay. an angry, we got a letter sent to our we teacher. Did? Yeah, Miss Robinson oh. read it out loud in front of all of us. Was and I the, there? Yeah. Well, maybe you weren't. <laughs> was was I there? Was I So,
2: <laughs>
1: so she, there was a letter written about his play and my play, and about how they were offensive and that they were disturbing because. We were, we were propagating or, you know, glorifying violence and sex and things like that. And then our teacher goes, and you know what? You guys are going to write a letter back about why your films or your plays were important and why you did them. And I was like, yeah, Ms. Robinson. And
4: the reason being for Larry would be, well, how else are you going to kill zombies? Yeah, there you go. There go. You're not going to kill Another one the
1: yeah yeah but mostly how are you gonna kill zombies also wasn't John supposed to be in a parachute in- oh he played two
3: <laughs> my friend played two different roles in the uh he was a parachute zombie in one oh, and then he was nice. like a, a biker zombie in the other the
1: next time and I then I kept, yeah. I kept him on stage I kept him on stage as a zombie at the party <laughs> to my play so he was just a zombie parachute guy just kind of cross sectioning <laughs> between our plays it's like grindhouse
3: kind of yeah it was yeah. Oh, chopper that was chicks awesome. from zombie town
0: um you know you we live in a society now where everything has a rating, you know, like games. Games are rated E through M. And I think they even have, like, the A rating for adult, like, on the extreme, like, games, which uh, I don't even know if you can find those. I've yeah. heard of them. Yeah, they're around, but
3: they're, they're harder to find.
0: Mostly Japanese. I was going to say yeah. Japanese. And even, even like, movies, like G to NC-17. The First Evil Dead was rated NC-17. Right, right and that's right. You know, I don't have kids, so coming from me, this would sound really, you know, you know, you could pass this off. But the way I grew up was my parents asked me if I knew the difference between fantasy and reality.
3: That's what every parent, I think, should do.
0: That's exactly what <laughs> they should do. I, I'll always remember watching Batman with my dad and him saying, is this fantasy or reality? And, of course, my dumb ass said... Reality! I was five I was five. <laughs> um, But, you know, a lot of it seems to be parents that don't want to take the time to explain. If these people that started this shitstorm over Silent Night, Deadly Night said, Okay, this is just a movie. He's just in a costume. This is all make-believe. It's fake. You save yourself so much trouble, and it just ends it right there. But instead, you have to create this fucking shitstorm... And, um, it, and it promoted the movie even more mm-hmm. yeah but that's why I wanted to see it because I wanted what's so bad about this movie you know,
1: bad publicity is, is still
0: publicity yeah well this concludes episode 3 again we hope you guys enjoyed listening as much as we enjoyed making uh, check you. us out on Facebook at Pinheads of Horror. Follow us on Twitter at Pinheads Horror. And fuck, if you're bored, shoot us an email at pinheadsofhorror at gmail.com. Again, thank you guys very much. Good fucking nights.